You're listening to the Luke Page Podcast, episode number 35. I haven't um, I haven't done an intro like this in a while, like a, a bit of a fun, stupid intro. It's been a lot, like all serious intros lately, so I thought I might pop in with a little bit of variety here. Anyway, but you are listening to episode 35 of the Luke Page Podcast. Um, you know what you should do is you should click subscribe. Yeah, I know every other podcast says click subscribe, but you should click subscribe because, you know, you do want to stay up to, up to date with episodes that are released every couple of weeks. And by the way, if you're a coach and you want help growing your coaching business, then you should join my Facebook group. It's awesome. Every single week I do free live trainings with the members inside the group. And I basically give them all the support that they need so they can get more clients and they can build a six-figure coaching business. Now, to get access to that, then all you got to do is head over to Facebook and search six-figure coaching business secrets, or the link to that is going to be in the show notes of this. Now, this episode today is um, it's actually a recording of myself. I went over on Carly Keesley's, um podcast, and um, this is an episode of me talking about how to get past your fear of caring what other people think. Welcome to the Luke Page Podcast. I am here to inspire people to live a life that they love. It's why I do what I do. Join me on the pursuit of my life's vision and my own business success through meeting amazing business owners, entrepreneurs, and forward-thinking people that are here to make impact and change the world. And welcome to, I can't do it, apologies to our guest this week for my awful Australian accent, but that actually gives it away, part of it away, who I am chatting to. So yeah, this week I was super excited for this episode. It was recorded just as Australia, in particular Victoria, went back into lockdown. It was quite intense and it's just so good to chat literally across the other side of the world and you know what, chat to my first male guest as well. I'm all about finding your feel goods for female entrepreneurs. However, I would love to put a bit of masculine energy into the mix as well and just see it from all perspectives. So yeah, Luke is a business and sales coach from Australia and he is passionate about helping people to grow a six-figure business. He helps to sell with ease, get more clients and to spread your greatness. And they are all things that I'm passionate about too. This was such a good chat. We talked all things fear, and specifically about getting past the fear of what other people think. And that is so key to your personal brand and putting yourself out there without the fear. So here we go. Please do enjoy this week's episode with Luke Page. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode. And today I am super excited because we are virtually flying right across the other side of the world with, our, ve- yeah, with our very first <laughs> international guest, and actually, no pressure at all, but you're my first male guest on this podcast as well. Oh, Ali, <laughs> what are you doing to me? I know. So your first There's international. <laughs> first international. International and male. Oh. Yeah, so you've got to represent, <laughs> representing Australia and men everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no pressure. Absolutely no pressure. So yeah. I'm let me... No. So yeah, first of all, hello. I'll let me introduce Luke. I mean, how are you? Yeah, good, Kelly. I'm... Um... I about yeah, it's eight PM here in Australia. What time is it over in what's the actual specific area that you're from? In the UK, England. 
yeah. Manchester. It's near Manchester. Manchester. It's actually Preston, yeah. but nobody would ever know where that is. So the best thing to say is it's near Manchester. And, and failing Preston. that, you say, it's kind of near London, but not. <laughs> it's it's yeah. probably closer well, to Scotland, actually, than London. So it's, it's oh, that far up. It is, <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's 11 o'clock in the morning. So... Oh. Well, there you are. Yeah, you're 11 and my, I'm, I'm eight. So we're in different worlds, different feeling. You're kind of in the middle of the day almost. And you're at the I'm end wrapping of up. I'll be going to bed after this car, yeah? <laughs> but I'm relying on like you to bring, bring that energy, that last burst of energy. I know. My wife's going to be like, oh, she's, she's going to be like, I'm going to be in bed. I'm going to be buzzing. And she's like, I've had enough here. Like you, yeah. this is the time where you're meant to wind down. So. <laughs> and you're buzzing. I do that. I just work till silly, silly hours. <laughs> right. Hmm. Let's get started then. Let's, let's introduce what we're chatting about because we've yeah. connected prior, we've connected online, which I just love. Um, we're chatting about something that I think is so crucial to, do you know what? Everybody in this world, I know this sounds ridiculous, but mm. it's everybody, you know, I'm talking about personal brands and being in line with your brand and your messaging. You're more of a business coach and for coaches, but it affects everybody, doesn't mm-hmm. it? It's, it's how to get past the fear. I'm going to rhyme it off because I've got it perfect here. How to get past the fear of caring what other people think and living the life you want. I mean, how amazing oh. does that sound? <laughs> it sounds unbelievable, yeah. And um, you're so true about it all affect, it affects all of us. doesn't matter who we are, whether we're an everyday person or whether we're a, uh, a prime minister or a president of a country. Mm. Um, we all have this fear, yeah. So, so true. Yeah, and I think what you said there about we all have it, everybody at every level, you know, you can look at somebody really confident, somebody who breezes onto screen on TV maybe, and they're probably still going to have these feelings. So yeah, I can't wait to chat about it because I think it's so huge and it can really stop you from, so in terms of what we're chatting about with, with say personal brand, it stops people literally putting the real self out there and yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just one of those subjects that I love to talk about. And that's why as soon as we chatted and we said, what can we chat about? And you said that, I was like, yes, get you on. Not only are mm-hmm. you, say, international, we're getting this international vibe. <laughs> we are International talk- dude. <laughs> international fear dude. <laughs> yeah, that's your, that's your new... fear man. <laughs> that's your new, your new bio. That's, you, you've just written yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to change that after this. International <laughs> fear man. I'm going to have to step my fear game up though if I do that. You are. Well, this is interesting because what fascinates me about subjects that we chat about on podcasts, you know, I don't mm. want to just start chatting about the, the subject. I like to always mm. backtrack a little bit because everybody's mm-hmm. got a story and everyone's got, you know, with these subjects, I always get a sense of you've been there, you've lived this, you've experienced this, that's coming from yeah. the heart and that, yeah, you've got a story to tell. And I absolutely love stories, big part of our why and our mission. And yet we talk about brand journey. It's a big part, mm. isn't it? It's sharing your experience. So let's start with big your part. journey. And Luke has said that I can, I can ask you anything. <laughs> ask anything. Whoa. Whoa. Which actually, yes. it's not very deep actually. But you know, this bit I would love if you could just share, yeah, your experience of caring what other people think. Yeah, I mean, um, I would say like me, I'm, I'm 34 now, Carly. Growing up from, I would say from high school, high school days, so what do we say? Say 13, I probably started really feeling more fear um, and having more care of what other people think. I think growing up um, in primary school, I was quite confident and I did what I wanted. But then when I hit into um, high school, I, I changed. And it wasn't year seven. I was still quite confident in year seven. But then I think year eight, year nine, I started getting a little bit lost as a lot of the time we do in life. Yeah. And then, yeah, I like it. Really started kind of taking over. I was quite a, I was a, I was a, I was a quite a shy person. I went from being 
out loud and confident being young. And then I became quite a shy and reserved person in my teenage years. And I would say like up until ooh, late twenties. Yeah. Carly. Yeah. Basically what would happen with me is that I was like, say, I don't know, once I got to 18 and I started, um, drinking like alcohol and partying, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Good times. Um, <laughs> amazing times (laughs) amazing i found i found my my cloak yeah my cloak of confidence Mm. with partying and alcohol Mm. and um you know i went i I never got addicted or anything but like i i i was like every weekend yeah as you a lot of people do i don't know how it is over and over there but i mean the the area that i grew up in it was just the normal the mates that hung up i used to play football and you know every week Without doubt, you're drinking, you're partying. Yep, same, same here. Um, yeah, so it's like the same, right? So, like, I don't know. I just, I just like, I found that it gave me confidence, and I was just like a bit of a crazy kid. Yeah, I used to just do. I was known for doing crazy shit, and <laughs> I would just, you know, do out there things, and I'd just be there to make people laugh. And I guess I was like, I, I became this person who I actually, I actually wasn't. Yeah. Really? I found that by, yeah, by like, you know, getting drunk um, and making a goose of myself, uh, I got attention from people. Yeah. People laughed at me and they thought I was cool. So I basically learned a way to get attention and to be liked. So I continued it. Yeah. Because yeah. that's all we want. We just want to be liked and we want to be loved. So I basically learned a behavior on how to do what I ultimately wanted was, which was to be loved. Yeah, which was, that's what I was ultimately lacking was love in my life. Wow. So I found a way to get that. And that's what I did for years and years and years. I played that role. And, you know, there's a lot of uh, my mates that have been with me through the whole journey. If you ask them, you know, describe Luke 10 years ago, that would be like, he's, he's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. That'd still describe me crazy now. <laughs> but I've really like matured and grounded. And I'm still like, yeah, look, I'm still a clown. I still like to have fun and everything like that. But it's a way, way different approach. Yeah. Mm. Like I don't, I don't need to get fucked up every week. Um, yeah. Are we swearing on this, Kelly? I should have asked. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it was, it was like, that's what I, that's basically the life I lived. It was almost like in order to really feel what I wanted to feel, which is be confident within myself, I had to get effed up. I had to party. So yeah, it kind of like once I got out of the age where you transition from, I don't know, maybe once you hit mid twenties, you start going, well, is this life? What's next? Yeah. Um, and mind you, don't get me wrong, Carly. Like I've been on like since 16, I've been on um, like a hard pursuit of living a better life. It's not like I did nothing 25. I'm like what I do from about 16, like my, my dad got me to read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And that was like the first book, which changed my life and all that. And I was like, almost like, you know, I have to make something of myself. Yeah. That is young. That is brilliant. So sort of recognize that at 16. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was lucky. My dad gave me a book and he offered me, he actually offered me, um, I think it was 30 bucks from memory, $30 to read the book. And I just read like one chapter just to get the 30 bucks. So I just said, oh, I've read it. And I just, you know, said, oh, it's about this, 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 this. Love just it. to get the thirty dollars, and I didn't even read it, but I ended up reading it at a late occasion. But um, yeah, you came back to it. <laughs> yeah, you came back to it. Yeah. yeah. So um, um, so what was the the original question was, what's my journey behind kind of leading into this fear thing? Well, that's what I I was I was massively 
massively had a massive, massive, massive care of what other people thought of me. That was my whole life. So always about my, my life growing up, Carly, from like, say, you know, the teenage, late, maybe let's say 18 to mid 20s, maybe even late 20s, was purely about significance. Yeah? yeah. Doing shit for other people. I'm like, I have to look amazing. I have to be great at everything. You know, I always had the great cars and all that, nice clothes and the perfect image, that type of shit. Never got anything wrong, avoided anything where I failed wow. or I wasn't good at things, all that type of stuff. And you can imagine for someone that's trying to live an extraordinary life um, that is that avoids failure, you can imagine how far I got. Yeah. Well, you're not taking the risk, are you? You are literally listening to that internal dialogue and yeah. what other people think. And as you're saying all this, I'm nodding along because it sounds like my life. <laughs> Same. You know, yeah. I think I was such an outgoing <laughs> child. I would be in talent shows the lot, and I got to high school, and it probably was about 13. It's that age, isn't it? And I so went into yeah. my shell. Took a while. Probably not. Well, probably is quite the party. And you know, you think actually, you probably think oh, it's part of who I was, but. Yeah, mm. same. I think it takes a long time to come through it. And I think everybody goes through that and we just mature yeah. into it. So what would be the big step? Mm. Was there anything life-changing that happened that really got you thinking about it? Or was it just a process? Do you think it's just a process we all go through? Yeah. Uh, basically, like the the first thing that I was working for a company and I, I, I used to manage the sales team at this company. And I worked very closely with the boss. And I think um, we started doing like the boss like came in one day to like at our sales meeting and he kind of got us to do like what I think he called it. A, I don't even know if he labeled this, but a fear challenge. Yeah. We're going to do something where like, you know, we look stupid. I think he might've got it from what's his name. The four hour work week dude, Tim Ferriss. Oh yeah. Pretty sure he, from memory, he got it from that. And he basically said, have you read the book? No, I know of it and I've read articles from it, but never actually read the book. No. Well, I don't know if you heard of this from him, but he talks about, um, you know, laying down like on the edge of a street or something in a busy street. So that's what we did one day. Like we got our, um, our sales team. We went out, I think we're, we're at the, I remember we were at the going to the theaters and in the, in the middle of crown, which is like, you know, it's kind of a casino here, a busy walkway. We all just, there's probably about seven, eight of us and we all just laid down and like, oh, <laughs> shit in ourselves, yeah? We're like, what are they going to do? And like, we just like laid down and we just laid down on the ground. And then like for about like a few minutes and people came up to us and asked, you're all right. And <laughs> yeah. people were like walking around us. We had some people say, you're a dickhead. <laughs> but yeah, like we was just like, uh, initially going into it, we're freaking out, yeah? We're freaking out. But then once we lay down, we're just like, we just chilled out and relax and we're talking about afterwards. And it's almost like a meditative state, like being lying on the ground and surrendering it to him whilst, whilst you're looking like a, a douche and everyone's <laughs> walking around you. But then you, you know, you're initially thinking, oh, what are they thinking? But then you just slowly, yeah, surrender. Yeah, that's almost and, like a, yeah. a different experience, isn't it? That as you're lying there, yeah. you are, you, I bet you are sort of just switching those states, aren't you? From thinking so much in your head to just mm. not really caring in your own little bubble. Was that at an age yeah. where you were still caring what people thought? Yeah, yes, definitely still was. But that helped you transition. That was the first thing from a big, like a thing that set me up though. Yeah, Carly, which was a fear challenge, which I, I mean, I'll kind of get to later. Mm. Um, but yeah, from there, basically, I, um, 
I, after a few years of kind of coming in and out of things and me doing my own business and then, you know, that like failing and things like that and then going into another job and I got into the coaching space, got into the coaching industry. And um, I work for this company, which basically does what I'm doing now and helps coaches build their online business to six and seven figures. And um, I mean, this is a really, like it was run by a dude that's a really new age guy, which, you know, it's, it's it, this, this play, the way this place was run, Carly, d- there's only one word to describe it. Fucking, well, two words, fucking crazy. <laughs> like it's literally fucking crazy how this place was run, what we did. It was like stuff, no other, you're not going to get anywhere else. Yeah. And uh, I just, it completely changed my life. Basically it was a, um, it was a, it was, we were all coaches. Yeah. The guy was massively into self-development. We're all very conscious on how everything works and all that type of thing. So, you know, we would, the first thing we started our day was with was a um, like 15 minute ritual where we'd put headphones on and we'd walk around screaming. Yeah. Like, (laughs) talking about out loud what we're grateful for with passion and then you know screaming like empowering beliefs like i'm a fucking weapon i'm a leader i can do anything i'm the best salesperson in the world that type of shit yeah that sounds brilliant Um, (laughs) and then we would dance we'd dance around and we'd do this stuff in our office we'd do it on the street in front of everyone and it was like it was just promoted without the whole thing it's like you face your fears you face your fears you face your fears um vulnerability was hundred percent encouraged. And this is, this was the, one of the biggest changes for me ultimately mm. because I'd gr- um, grown up with the mask on because I'd been you know, like problems I had in my childhood and grew up with my parents and being hurt and everything like that. Not my parents fault, but just in life. Um, we'd be, I'd been hurt. And what, as we hurt, what happens? We put the mask on, we put the shield up so we don't get hurt again. So I'm basically walking around through my twenties and all that with this big shield on pretending to be someone protecting my vulnerabilities and not admitting that I'm scared and I'm hurting on the inside, everything like that. So I came into this company and that this is generally the way it is. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a guy and you know, it's changing now, but it's coming from say um, playing football. If you cry, you're weak. If you express emotion, you're weak. Yeah. yeah. Harden up, you weak ass. Like this is the, this is what I grew up with. The, the, just the blokey, masculine bs wow so um yeah i came to this company and it was like crying's encouraged admitting that you're scared's encouraged failings encouraged admitting your flaws encouraged and i've never had that before yeah and it was (laughs) like oh i for the first time had the chance to actually come out with the truth and actually say i'm fucking scared don't know what i'm doing fail with this I'm emotional about this. Here, I get up and do a talk and I cry in front of the whole company. That must have been huge. Just to be, it's almost funny, isn't it? We almost wait for people's, you know, we say about validation and being liked, but that's almost waiting for somebody's permission to say, you can do this. You can be yeah. real and authentic and vulnerable. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. what was that like stepping into that? And did it take a while to get used to? Did you fight it? Mm, a little bit at the start, definitely. But I remember like um, talking about, if there's one key moment, um, yeah, I, we had to do a, we had to do a, um, a, a talk in front of the company and it's not massive. There's probably 25 people. We basically had to get up and speak about anything, but it was like, you do a speech to the whole, and you know, I was scared of public speaking 
when I was pissed, I was the best public speaker in the world. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I, I was known for my mates being the best person at speeches, but I could only do it if I was pissed. When I'm sober, freaking out, right? So for me to get up there and speak in front of these people, for one, that's scary because I'm not pissed, right? I'm sober. And the next thing is that, you know, you got to speak about something from your heart. And again, it's a, I don't speak from my heart. I speak with a fucking shield there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, what did I talk about? I remember I spoke about something. I, I can't remember what I spoke about, but whatever it was, it, it was like massively from the heart and yeah, I, I cried in front of everyone and I had the people there crying and I had a guy that I'm like one of my best mates now came up to me afterwards. He goes, man, for what you said, like that's just completely changed the way I look at something with my grandparents. So like, yeah, that was kind of like a big changing moment for me. But um, I think um, just having that, uh, that environment, Carly, Help. it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's, you know, why do we care of, Exactly. Why and we'll do we come, care so much? Yeah, and we all do. But let's come to that in a second. But I just want to kind of break it down because I'm always really aware with a title like this about how to get past your fear. It can almost feel unachievable for some people. So say if they're right at the beginning of that journey and some people haven't yet got to that stage and they think, yeah, I probably need to start caring less about what people think, especially, I'm going to chat about this in a minute as well, whether I think as women, we probably keep that going a little bit longer, I would say. I don't know what that is. I think we just fear of i read a book called playing big i don't know if you've ever read that for female entrepreneurs which the podcast is about and it talks about good girl conditioning and we have maybe different social expectations so for somebody who is sort of listening thinking i just can't do that i don't know where to begin i know i need to stop caring what people think but is it possible because i've lived with this for years and years i mean where do they even begin what where would you say for them just to start is there a a small step they can take yeah, well, the first thing is it's like there's no erasing of the fear. Yeah, we're always going to have it. We all have it. Like I have it. I have it today. I had it today. I, you know, I was filming a video and for a moment I was caring of other people walking past for a moment. But then once I did it, I stopped caring, right? So we all have it. But it's like you want to get it to the point where it's not controlling your life. Yeah, because that's the main thing is that we ultimately want to do things and we want to be someone. But for most of us, our fear that we have and our care of what other people think of us actually stops us from doing what we want to do and being the person we want to be. So if you're at the point right now where it's like, yeah, you want to be a certain person, you want to do a certain thing, but you can't because you're scared of other people's opinions, like you've got to work on this, yeah? And it's not like it just happens and like I said, this fear will never go away. You're going to have it no matter what, no, however, no matter what you achieve, whatever you have, you're always going to have it. But just getting, getting it to a healthy level. Because if you, it's, I mean, look, if you didn't even have the fear, right, you'd come across as, you'd almost, you'd be crazy. You know what I mean? Like I get some pretty crazy thoughts and I'm sure I'm not just because I'm, just because I am slightly crazy. <laughs> I'm not the only person that has these thoughts where, you know, like, I don't know, you might be, if you might think of something, right? Let's just say you're with mates and you get this urge to do something or you're like, oh, that would be cool. But like, there's no way knowing you'd do it. And let's take an extreme example. You're at the pub and you're like, oh man, oh, I would love to just get up and be naked right now and go order <laughs> another drink in the nude, right? Yeah, it's going to be appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like your fear would actually stop you from doing that. And look, if you did do things like that, well, 
you're going to get chucked in jail. You know, you're going to probably come across like, well, you're crazy. Yeah. So there's, it's almost like it's actually healthy to have a level of fear, but it's on the other extreme end, having so much that you can't do what you want to do and become the person that you want to be. That's where it's unhealthy. So let's kind of talk about how do we get past that. The first thing is think about, it's literally think about the situation I went through. It's, this is the, this is ultimately the most important thing environment yeah (laughs) environment because if you kind of break it all down why do we care so much of what other people think of us it's like oh i'm scared to do that because i care what they think of me and it's like i care what they think of me because ultimately you know i want to be i want them to like me yeah because if they don't like me then I guess I'm not loved. And if I'm not loved, I'm, I don't belong anywhere and I'm by myself and life's yeah. over type thing. That's what it's kind of when you go deep, 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 deep. That's what it's all about. We just want to be loved. Yeah. Yeah. And the issue is, is that we've been, we've learned through life and through the harshness of life is that we're going to get knocked down. Yeah. We've learned it. True. Yeah. And this year is a perfect example, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's it. So like we've got reason to hold back from being that person because we've been knocked down in our past and it's hurt us. Yeah. That's the environment. That's that environment. Now, if you went into an environment where it was the opposite, no matter what you did, you were loved and you're encouraged and you were like cuddled, nestled and (laughs) supported. You'd do anything. Yeah. You'd do anything. So we know two environments. Yeah. The issue is, is that guess what? We're all living in this environment right here which is the disempowering environment ultimately. So you really need to get in the right environment. And, you know, unfortunately for 99.9% of people, you're not going to be working at a company that I did where I had that support. It's a one of a once in a lifetime thing. Yeah. But what you can do is find groups. Yeah. Of people find the right friends. Yeah. And massively important is like, I'm a coach. Yeah. But I'm, I'm a coach that, has a coach, no matter what, I always have a coach and you have to have a coach. If you're serious about working on things, you can, you need some sort of mentor or coach or teacher Yeah, that is a step ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Isn't it? Just somebody to look up to. Yeah. So you've just got to have someone there that is going to help you through, get through your journey. Yeah. It's going to guide you. So that'd be the first thing is you need to get help and support and, and be in the right environment. Um, the next thing I'd say is, is that, uh, and this generally is easier for females, but not also always the case, but generally because females just express themselves better than males a lot of the time is actually get vulnerable mm, that's and a biggie. come, come clean with like what you're actually feeling. So, you know, sometimes we hide that we're like, we're freaking out and we're scared, but like, we're like, Oh, I don't want to admit it. That's a massive one is actually ad- admitting it. It is. And that is not as easy as it sounds. And obviously we know it's not easy for men or for fe- for women, but yeah, that's something I've experienced myself. And I think it takes a lot of courage, doesn't it? Just to do that. I mean, yeah. where, do you, where do you start with that being vulnerable? Because it's how much do you share of your real self? How much do you hold back? Yeah. Which way to go? I don't think you hold anything back. Like I, um, my, my story with me growing up and, and, the pain I went through, I used to hide that. And through when I joined that coaching company, I told that story 
hundreds of times to people, hundreds of times. And it went to the point where I couldn't say it without breaking down to now I say it all good. I've let it out. I've accepted it. And I've like gone from hiding it and protecting it to basically going, this is me and this is who I am. And this is the journey I went through and I'm all good with it. So I actually say that let as much as out as you possibly can let it all out. Yeah. Because yeah. if you can let it all out, like what's, you got nothing to worry about. You're not hiding anything. Yeah. yeah. It's that freedom, isn't it? Just as you're saying that it sounds like such a healing process. And that's what I find when I've shared things before, it actually helps me deal with it, getting it out there in the open. And like you say, from going from welling up about it and being upset about it to actually be able to say it now, that's quite a change, isn't it? That's quite an experience. Definitely. Um, what's, so your audience, Carly, is, are they business owners? Yeah. So they're just starting or mainly they have got so far along and things like yeah. this, things like exactly what we're talking about are still holding them back. So you probably know what yeah. it's like when you start with a business, you have this big idea, you know what to do in a way you start to put one foot in front of the other. But I suppose if you don't deal with these bigger mindset issues, you're never going to get to where you want to be. Are you? That's what I find. Yeah, definitely. Yep. hundred percent. And like, if we're talking about, say, are you a lot of your audience using social media? Yeah. Yeah. It's on, online. So say for example, with the social media thing, um, you know, there's what will happen a lot of the time is that we were starting our business. Yeah. And we're new or we're early on, or we're heading into an area where we don't know much about it and we hide that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. what if you just came clean? What if you just go, you know, Hey everyone doing a video. Look, um, I'm, I just want to talk about something and look, I'll be honest with you. I'm brand new to this. I know nothing about it, but I'm exploring it and then just move into it. And it's kind of like, again, again, if you come and clean with everything, there's nothing to worry about. Or you're starting a new program and it's the first time you've launched it. For example, you say, look, it's the first time I've launched this program. Like, yeah, boom. You know what I mean? And people will absolutely love that. Some of my best sort of the best engagement from some of the posts I've posted, I've openly Mm. admitted that I suffer with anxiety. It's much in in such a better place now. But when I first sort of opened up about that, maybe two, three years ago, oh my goodness, Mm. I was so scared. And it's daft, isn't it? It's with the things we judge ourselves on and other people almost don't bat an eyelid. It's almost like, oh, well, thank you for sharing that. And then they start to open up. And that's a knock on effect, isn't it? You can actually really start to inspire people by sharing your journey and your insecurities or your, your struggles, anything. It comes forward, doesn't it? Have you had that where people have opened up to you as a result of some of your sharing? Massively. Yeah. Carly Mm. massively because it's kind of like us as leaders. Yeah. People are looking for someone to follow. People want to follow there's a very small pe- very small percentage of people that want to be the leaders and stand up and be the leaders. Yeah. But majority of people want to follow and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just the way there's leaders and there's followers in life. Right. And yeah. So as leaders, we've got to step up and we've got to lead by example. And the tough thing is, and I struggle with this is that, look, it's kind of like, well, if I'm a leader, I have to be the example, but unfortunately I fuck up. And I'm not a, like, I did a video the other day. I slept in the other day. Yeah. And I talk about the importance of getting up on time and all that shit. And here I am, the <laughs> dude that speaks about it. I'm right. sleeping in. Right. But it's kind of like, just admit it. Yeah. And that makes, it. that makes you human. So if you were a machine that got yeah. up every morning, people would be like, oh yeah, that's fine. But as soon as you did that, I bet people are like, oh, 
actually, yeah, we can relate to that because everybody has these moments. Definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So I think um, getting the vulnerable things massive, like just admit your flaws whenever you can, admit you're scared whenever you can, admit you're wrong whenever you can, admit when you stuff up whenever you can. Because when we do this, we're coming clean, yeah? And then because we're coming clean, we haven't got anything to hide as opposed to pretending that you're perfect all the time. That's hard though, isn't it? I'm just... I'm thinking back to moments where I've done this and probably before that. So we talk about people that are maybe a step behind in this process, because as mm. you say, if you're sort of coming across as a leader in your field, is that mm-hmm. you do feel vulnerable, don't you? If you're saying, actually, I have flaws as well. I think that's really yeah. difficult to, to admit to, but like you say, it's freeing, yeah. it's, it's liberating as well. Yeah, definitely. It is challenging at times to do it. Yeah, but well worth it. I mean, let's chat about, we've highlighted it a couple of times there that, Obviously, I work with female entrepreneurs. You are a male entrepreneur. And yep. I'm just always fascinated by it because, yeah, I'm very much about the feminine energy, but I really wanted to bring to this podcast and my mission in general, a bit of masculine energy, which actually when we're chatting about vulnerable and being open, the two mm. aren't always that dissimilar. But let's chat about it because presumably you work with both male and female, would you say? Yeah, actually probably more females. The question I really wanted to ask about this is what can we learn from each other? So what are the differences between the clients that I work with? I'd say the mindset, talking about what we say about holding back and the fear of what other people think. Is there a difference mm. or are we all from the, cut from the same cloth? <laughs> Overall, I don't think so, Carly. Yeah. Really? I don't really think so. Yeah. I'm just, I'm thinking about like looking at the male and females, like we're all struggling with this same fear. Yeah. Yeah. All struggling with it. If you look at, if you, if you had to sum up, if I had to sum up males and females, yeah. Females, more emotional. Yeah. More roller coaster ride. More. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Things will like little things will happen and they'll, 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 it'll hit them and affect them more. So yeah, more roller coaster. Um, I say with guys, I guess they'll kind of take action easier. But like, if I had to sum things up, so like females more emotional, guys maybe take more action more. But they both, we both, male and female. There's no, it's not like oh, you know, females tend to go with it better, how or vice versa. Males do nah, both. It's the number one thing that I work on with with my clients is that getting over this fear, male or female, it's the same shit stopping yeah. us, holding us back. We're yeah. all scared of judgment. Yeah. We all get on social media and we're like, Oh, I want to do that video, but I'm worried what people think, or I want to talk about this, or I want to do that, but I'm worried what people think. I'm worried people will judge me. I'm worried that, you know, my friends will see and my family will see, or, you know, that those people over there, what they'll think or people that haven't even met will think male or female. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It does not matter. No. And that's interesting. Something I picked up on that you said before, actually, it's funny, isn't it? We can, as females, we probably think it's different and we struggle with different things. But when you said about expectation from for males is that you do, you know, there probably is still that little bit of stigma, isn't there, about not being vulnerable and about being this big, you know, the strong leader. So in a way, I suppose you've got it a little bit tougher in that sense that we're almost expected to be these emotional roller coaster creatures, shall we say. <laughs> and mm. you're, there is still some expectation. I think it is starting to be broken down, that stigma, but there is still some yeah. expectation that you have to be that strong male leader, would you say? Yeah. Um, is there an expectation that I've got to be that strong masculine leader? Uh, isn't it expectation? 
I suppose in a wider sense, and this probably comes from self-judgment, which I'm about to talk about, but from the guys mm. you work with, do you think some of them do feel that? Because obviously you've gone through this and you've come from a childhood mm. of having that expectation. You've kind yeah. of broken the barrier and set yourself free from this way of thinking, which is just amazing. But yeah, for a lot of men and probably women out there as well, still sticking to the sort of expectation. I'm just thinking from mm. their point of view. Yeah. Well, I'd say from like, you know, do I feel an expectation to be a strong leader? Well, I put the expectation on myself, yeah. Mm. But saying that, uh, do I have an expectation to be a heart-centered leader um, and show my emotion? 100%. It's both ways, yeah? Love and leadership. So you generally love is the feminine energy. Leadership is the masculine energy. Yeah. It's both. Yeah, it's both. And if you look at, say, um, before I worked at the coaching company, I was purely, my style was masculine, energy, leadership, take action. Don't give a fuck about people's feelings. Sell, sell, sell. Sign on the dotted line. Now I'm not leaving until you (laughs) put your money down. I'm not going home. I'll sit here till midnight, that type of style, right? But then when I went to the coaching company, I learned about the feminine energy, which was basically allowing my heart to come out because I blocked it, right? Yeah. And now... I float between both. Ultimately, am I more masculine than feminine? I am. Yeah, I'm still more masculine than feminine. And femininity is the energy that I need to work on constantly. Um, but that's, yeah, I, I, I like to have a balance of both when I can. That's, that's, my, that's what I try and do. Brilliant. I love that because I suppose like, so you have worked through it. You've kind of come to this point of finding that real balance in yourself. I mean, I started to touch right then about, I'm going to talk about self-judgment because we've talked about the fear of what other people think. But I Mm. always think that actually, if we kind of bring it back, do you think that the negative self-talk, that's got to have an impact, hasn't it, of what other people think? How our fear of what other people think becomes a bit of a reflection. What, yeah, what do you think? Boom. Well, if you look at, we were kind of started talking about how do we get past our fear? of caring what other people think, right? The first thing was environment, yeah? Getting around the environment. You need support from others or a coach or a mentor, yeah? Yeah. That's the first thing. The the second thing, yeah, I was going to say third, but whilst we're on this topic, we can flip them around. Who cares? Um, Number two, which was three, but number two, here it is, Carly, is guess what? Exactly what you said. (laughs) 100% what you just said there, which (laughs) is, if we actually loved ourselves, we actually wouldn't care what other people think. This is the ironic thing. Because if you look at ultimately, why do we care what other people think? Because we don't love ourselves. Yeah. That's it. Think about it. If we loved ourselves, no matter what happened in life, no matter what happened, what people said, what people thought, whether we had friends or not, whether people thought we're crazy whether the whole world, you know, we're on, we're on the mainstream media and like, you know, this Luke guy's crazy, da, 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 da. Regardless of all that happening, if I believe that I just love myself and I'm okay, it doesn't matter anymore. No. So that's actually the key in all of this. Ultimately, ultimately, <laughs> yeah. We're talking about external things here, like the environment is an external thing. And the other thing which I'm going to mention, point three is an external thing. The internal thing and where it all begins, Carly, is boom, what you just said there is actually loving yourself. So we've probably heard about this, yeah? Self-love. We've yeah. heard about it. It's being talked about way more now. Um, anyone anyone that uh, is really struggling with this care of what other people think, stop everything that you're doing. 
make it your mission to learn to love yourself. And it's literally learning. It's no jokes. It is like, you got to go to school. You've learned how to not love yourself. You've gone to school for the last 20, 30, 40 years. You've learned how to not love yourself. Guess what? You've got to go back to university now and study how to learn you love yourself because it's, le- it's literally learning how to do it. Um, yeah, that would be an amazing course, wouldn't it? I think the world needs that course. <laughs> the world, the world needs it. And it's, yeah, it, there's plenty of courses out there, but it, it really is. A, it's a journey because the truth is, is that like, like I don't fully love myself. Like I would love myself more than the average person, but I've still got massive insecurities with things in my life. Yeah. I still care what strangers think of me at times. Wow. Right. So I can still love myself more and it's, it's an ongoing journey and I've done courses and programs and that teaches you how to build the love and stuff like that. But it's not like you just do a program. It's not like you just do a self-love program. You're done. Oh yeah. Eight week program. <laughs> Sweet. I'm all good. Yeah. You start with that. You start with that, but then you continue it and you have to daily practices of behaviors, habits to actually yeah. learn yeah. to love yourself. It's yeah. It's some people wow. listen think, yeah, it is. It's powerful, isn't it? Cause if you can master that, you can literally master it all. And something I always like to say about with when it comes to self-love is that, mm how critical we are of ourselves, and let's let's say there's no gender difference here i know the media would hope portray that this is more of a female thing but yeah, yeah i mean correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure it'd be all of us that the, the talk oh, we yeah. give ourselves when we look in the mirror or if we get a photograph back i mean what is our instant thought it's to pick at it isn't it and i always say that mm-hmm. if you stood next to somebody whether it was a family member friend stranger and they talk to you the way you talk to yourself you give yeah. them a slap wouldn't you i always say that <laughs> you would <laughs> you would and like talking about you know it's not like it's not females and males struggle with it the truth is is that females have it harder though because there's more pressure for females to be a certain person mm. unfortunately yeah like with males we get a lot we get away with a lot of shit we don't have to wear makeup yeah yeah like it's it's basically like if you're a woman you got to wear makeup yeah otherwise you're like oh gee the person's got no makeup i'm guys we don't have to wear so I, I believe females have actually got it tougher in life when it comes to this because I, I believe that females have a lot more pressure to be a certain person and be a certain way and become best, like perform in a way, a certain way. Yeah. Males, not as much, but saying that, yeah, we all have it. We all have issues. Have it as well. yeah. yeah. So yeah, back to that. So that was number, what do we say that was number two? <laughs> that was two. That was two. And if you, um, these are intertwined because, you know, we spoke about environment in the first thing. Remember how we had the, like the, the everyday life environment, the harshness of life. The reason why it's so hard to love ourselves is because we're in that environment where people actually say mean things. Yeah. Um, if we have the, let's call it the Alice in Wonderland fairy tale environment where no matter what we did, we were loved and supported. Mm. The reason why I believe is why we have to really work on loving ourselves is because we actually do have to live life. Yeah. Yeah. You can't rely on that fairy tale one. Yeah. You know, and something, even if you had it, your bubble can burst, can't it? Definitely. And unless you go, you know, you, you travel off to a remote island and you live with, you know, a tribe that is like that, which some people want to do that. But, you know, for most of us, we just want to continue living in our city. We've got to deal with the harshness of life and we've got to deal with shit people. Yeah. So because of that, we've got to actually work on ourselves every single day and continually remind us that we are good enough. You know, we've got everything that we need right here. We've got to accept ourselves and everything like that. 
So it's a process. So that's number, that's number two. The last thing ultimately is that um, to, to work on getting over our care of what other people think is actually doing fear challenges. Aha, uh-huh, we got there. Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> I'm intrigued Here by this is. one. Yeah, oh. go for it. <laughs> this is the like, this is one of the most like, like fun, rewarding things that I've ever done personally and for other people is help people through fear challenges. You can, you can overcome a fear. Uh, I've seen people overcome fears just like that. And when I say overcome, it's not like it's gone, but as in they've done things. Let's just say, for example, I'll give you an example. Um, you know, I've, I've had uh, people where petrified of public speaking, petrified, won't even get up in front of three, four people and speak. Mm. Within an hour, so they're basically petrified, I'll have them on a, I don't know what you guys call them, uh, it's called, we call it a tram. Some people call it a streetcar. You know, what San Francisco have those little things oh. that go up and down the road. Cable car. Cable, cable car. car. Yep. Yeah. Cable car. <laughs> I had to think then. <laughs> basically like a train going through the city. Yeah. So whatever yeah. anyone calls those, depending where you live in around the world. Oh, it's tram. No, you are right. It's tram. Tram. <laughs> we call them trams. So some people call them cable cars and that. But yeah, yeah. had people gone from petrified, speaking in front of three people, to getting up on a tram getting everyone's attention on the tram and doing a speech in an hour. Wow. wow. Yeah. This is magic work. This is, this is, you're a magician, Luke. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's not really the magician though, Carly. It's kind of like all it is, is going, look, do you trust me? Yeah. Here, I'm going to be the environment with not only me, but other people and we're going to go do it. Yeah. It's the environment. Yeah. Because what's happening is that they're thinking the crazy, harsh environment. Shit. If I do this, if I get up on a tram, then they're all going to think I'm fucking crazy. And they're all going to yell crap, but we're taking them in this environment, in this safe environment on there and doing it. Yeah. And once they do it, they realize, Hey, I didn't die. People didn't rip me apart. I'm actually alive. Yeah. So fear challenges. Yeah. Carly. And I would say do a 30 day fear, set yourself a 30 day fear challenge and we're all going to be we're all going to have different fears and different things so you know, i've mentioned public speaking a few times some people listening to this won't have a fear of public speaking yeah so you're not going to do a public speaking challenge or fear do you have any whatever other, the things of fear it is yeah ex- do you have any ex- examples what other examples could you give yeah well um it could be a really common one with people that have an online business is people are scared to do uh, entry level a video yeah some people are scared to do just a video. You put down day one, I'm going to do a video. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all about steps, little baby steps, little baby steps. Yeah. So by the 30th day, you're doing some pretty crazy and out there shit, but you just <laughs> want to start. All right. How do I get the ball moving? And if I'm just going to go through a few examples, right? And everyone's going to be at different levels here. So you got some people where they're even scared to show their face on social media. So the first thing is, boom, you're going to take a photo and actually show your face and talk. Yeah. That could be the first thing. Next thing could be to actually do a video. Yeah. Do a video. The next thing could be to actually do a live. <gasps> Shock horror. People are so scared by this. <laughs> yeah. A live. So like, um, and the thing is with all these little, this 30 day fear challenge, you can do like I've I've done a lot of like had a lot of people do thirty day live challenges. Yeah, people are petrified of lives. Do a live every single day. I guarantee by the thirtieth day you're not going to give a fuck about doing lives. <laughs> like simple. 
you can have people that are absolutely petrified of doing a, a Facebook live, right? Or an Instagram live. And your fear can be gone in literally one day. And it's as easy as this. You're like, oh, Luke, I can't do it. No, you can. Ready? I'm going to hold the phone for you. Hey, bang. You're actually on live right now. Hey, everyone. Oh, my God. Are you serious? I'm like, yeah. Look, see, there's uh, Jeremy there and there's Caitlin there. She's like, hey, Caitlin. All right. Sorry, guys. We've got to go. Boom. All right. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, it's um, never, it's never as bad guess, as you think. It's never it's going not, to be as bad. No. <laughs> and it's like, once we realize that we're still alive, we get this confidence and belief. It's like today when I was filming, when I first went out there, it's like me getting started and I'm fresh and I'm a little bit like I'm a little bit moving into it and I'm conscious of people, yeah, moving around. And it's the truth. I'm like, I'm, there's the, my wife's filming and all that and I'm conscious of people walking by. Then after doing it a few times, I don't care anymore because I've learned that, hey, I'm alive. They haven't done anything. They haven't yelled at me. They haven't told me <laughs> to get off the road. Yeah. That's what, that's what I'm worrying about. I'm worried about oh, what are they thinking? Are they going to yell at me? Are they going to do something? But then when I learn after a few quick goes that they haven't done anything, I'm yeah. alive. Yeah, I'm all good. They looked at me and things, but doesn't, I'm still alive. That's where I'm like, it's all good. I'm safe. Yeah. Yeah. So I keep on doing it. So we're doing this, this 30 day fear challenge because what it does is it, it basically, we teach ourselves that it's actually, we're okay. And we're actually safe doing this shit that we think is not safe. That we think that, Hey, if I do a video, if I do a live and I fuck up, then my business is over. People are going to laugh at me. It's going to be all over. You're actually going to learn that you're going to be okay about it. Yeah? yeah. So that's it. You just work your way. What were you going to say there, Carly, before I go into yeah, the next sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Just that, that. It's funny, isn't it? Just listening to you there. We make it so much about us. And this is something I would say to people, stop making it about you. Yes, it does have to be about you. When I'm saying about a personal brand and your business, it is your views. But actually just start serving people and start coming from that place. So as you said then, you know, I do it. I sometimes park up and do a live in the car. And I actually use this as a top tip, yeah. everyone. <laughs> I get a bobble from my hair and I actually put it around the little reverse mirror, rear view mirror, uh, and put my camera, yeah. my phone there. And it makes a really good tripod shall we say and sometimes yeah i'm in that and then if somebody walks behind you, i'm like oh oh did they see me and we make it so much yeah. they're just going on with their yeah. day aren't they they really don't care yeah. we make it care. we make it so much about what we think people think and maybe is that good a good approach mm. as well just to not make it about you yeah i mean it is a good approach the thing is is it's kind of hard to do yeah. like it's a really good approach is that to get out of our head it only works for me when I kind of start getting confident on things, to be honest. So it's, the first you know I mean? day, so it's further along that could be something to implement. For me, personally, I've kind yeah. of gone like, you know, it's like get on stage, forget about you. And it's like, do it to serve them. <laughs> the issue with that is that I'm in so in my head that I yeah. can't, I find it hard to go from my head to my heart. So it's, it's only once I learn to drop the, what's in my head and then start coming out here then i'm like oh here i'm here to serve yeah <laughs> it's that first that that battle in the head so practice it again just learn it and practice it yeah but i mean if you can if some people might be better like would be better at that than i am in regards to getting out of your head and going look i'm here to serve there's people that are really hurting right now there's people that have a problem that i can help with this is not about me doing this i need to do it for them so that can work 100 percent for for people and if that works yeah. for you, definitely use it to your advantage because we're all different. Things that work for me won't work for the next person, vice versa. 
So yeah, um, but I think you're right. I think it probably is a process. This is me coming from where I am now. The me yeah. so many years ago probably would not still not have been ready for that. So yeah, I think you're right that it is a great approach, but maybe maybe a bit further along. <laughs> hmm. But there, the 30 day fear challenge. It's just writing down what do you what do you want to do? Yeah? yeah. What are some things that you want to do? Just write them down. Love it. Like oh, I'd love to do that. Love to do that. Write down some things where you're like, I'm scared to do that. Yeah. And it can be multiple things. Right. And if you're someone that really wants to go extreme, you can do some crazy shit. Yeah. Like you can get on trams and do speeches. Um, like you can, I did like busking. I'm like, I'm not a, I don't singer. I mean, I do sing, but I'm not like a grouse singer in the night. I kind of did that type of extreme stuff because I needed that. Yeah. But say, for example, if you just need to become confident just to ex- express yourself online, then work with stuff like that. It can be a matter of doing a photo or doing a video or doing a live. Yeah. Um, and kind of getting back to that, that live, live example and overcoming your fear of doing lives, you could actually seriously overcome in one day because you know, that little video that I did with the lady before for a second, we jumped on 30 seconds later, I could put that life back on. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, we're actually back on live. She's like, are you serious? What are you doing? I'm like, see, Caitlin's there again and Jeremy's there again. Hey guys, what's up? Um, yeah, with this is our second live in one minute. You're probably <laughs> thinking we're a little bit loopy. Like who does two lives in where it's loopy Mondays, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you turn it back off. One minute later, get back on live. She's going to be like, you know, after third, fourth time, very quickly in five minutes, she's learned that lives don't do anything to me anymore. Yeah. The, the crap that I thought and I was saying that, you know, they're going to judge me and think I'm crazy. She's actually going to learn or he's going to learn that I'm actually having fun with this. Yeah. I'm loving it. You could do that. Turn your live on every, you could do 50 lives for the day, right? <laughs> you're not going to care by the fifth one, by the 10th no. one, by the 20th, you're not going to give a rat. So you can actually, you can actually cure fears very, very quickly with yeah. a lot of things. Just by um, doing it. Just do it. <laughs> just by doing it. So just get creative with this 30 day light, the fear challenge. And it's things like, say, for example, one of my fears that I had when I did my first, first, well, I've only done one 30 day, full 30 day. One of the ones was I had to, um, I had to actually um, tell people that I loved them. Like I had to express to my family that I loved them and things like that and call up my mates and say it. So whatever it, the fear, because like for some people were, they might be listening to this and going, oh, I've got no issue telling my family that I love them. But for me, that fucking scared me. Yeah. Oh. So it's whatever makes you scared. We're all different. Some people are scared of public speaking. Others love it. Some people are scared of telling people that they love them. And other people tell people that they tell everyone that they love them. They walk <laughs> outside and they go, Hey, Joe, I love you. Like, you know what <laughs> I mean? So find the things, make a list, have fun with it, get real creative write down everything and almost like become a, I always talk about becoming a child. Remember our childhood where we're creative. There's no boundaries. Seriously, stop being an adult and be like, Oh, I can't write that. doesn't matter how crazy or extreme it is. Write it down. If you had no fear, what would you love to do? Oh, I'd love to, I would love to get up in front of the um, Buckingham palace and um, sing. Mary had a little lamb. I don't know why, but I've always had the urge. I'm going to write that down. Next thing could be small. Um, I just want to, I want to knock on my neighbor's door and ask them if they want some sugar. Boom. Write that down. I want to do a live video talking about um, a challenge that I've had. Write that down and then have all this massive list. Put one each day for the next 30 days. 
start with really easy ones and small ones that you feel a little bit more comfortable with work it way up to you know, the big ones at the end. And guess what? By the time you get to the big ones at the end, which you thought at the start of the 30 days, I guarantee this will happen. You think that 30 days, Oh my God, I can't imagine doing that. It's gonna be the big thing. It won't, it won't be a big deal anymore. Trust. I promise you it won't be a big deal by the time you do the 30 days because you would have basically developed the habit yeah. to face your fear. And you've learned that it's all okay. It's okay. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. Yeah. I love it. Is that something you do? Cause we'll drop all your links in the show notes. Do you actually run a fear challenge? Because that sounds like something that people need. You know what, Carl? I haven't done one in, in probably about a, since I worked at the coaching company, I used to do them there. Um, Oh, there you I, go. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'd have to do something like that again. Yeah. I think you do. I think it comes across with such passion. It just sounds like such a part of your, I'm going back full circle, like being part of your brand and putting yourself out there. Yeah. I think this yeah. is, this could be something that you could do and be known for. What did you call yourself at the beginning? The fear. <laughs> the fear man. The fear man. <laughs> there you That's go. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, was there another one? Do we, we've, we've got three there. Was it, was it that's, just three? Look, that's probably the main thing. Yeah. It's like get the yeah. right environment. Yeah. And, uh, be vulnerable. Yeah. It's kind of four, but like get the right environment. Uh, if you can't have the right circle of friends or people, you must get some sort of coach or mentor. Yeah. Yeah. And the next one is like really learn to be vulnerable and just coming clean with everything. Then we've got the third one, which was, what was the third one? Love yourself. Love yourself. Learn to yeah. love yourself. Yeah. Every day work on loving yourself and almost go out there and go, look, my goal is to learn to love myself. What do I need to do? And Google it, watch videos, do programs, let yourself speak to people and just know that this is a never ending journey, this thing, but you have to go on and just become a master at it. And then the last one, yeah, is actually do this 30-day fear challenge. And it'll be one of the most, I guarantee it's fucking scary. And you know what? The scariest thing is actually committing to it. Yeah. Like that's what I found personally. If you're someone that keeps their word and keeps your promise, the scariest thing you'll do is actually fucking commit to it. That's it because you know that you've got a scary 30 days ahead. Saying that for the people that dare to be brave, it will be by far one of the most rewarding things that you ever do. And I guarantee when you're 90 or 122, mm -hmm. you'll look back and you'll remember this 30 day fear challenge that you did. And you'll always talk about it to people. You'll tell your kids and your grandchildren, your great grandchildren, and it's only 30 days of your whole life. And you can start that right here, right now. Love it. Yeah. Change your life in 30 days. See, there's something in this for you, Luke. I think that's brilliant. Well, thank you so much. I think we've covered absolutely everything there and there is so much value. And let's just hope that people listening that something definitely will have struck a chord and that just starts to take those steps. Going back to my initial question was, where do you start? And I think we've covered it already. I think one of the key ones that I'm going to take away from that is just to like learn to love yourself. If there's one message we can live, because like you say, who cares? Who gives a shit what anybody thinks, isn't it? If you love, love yourself, you're not going to care what other people think, are you? Hell no, you won't. That's it. That's the secret right there. Yep, that's the end goal. Well, we'll leave it on that note and people just go and love yourself a little bit more. <laughs> start, yep. with the, start step by step and you will get there. Yeah, so thank you so much. Thanks for having me on, Carl. Hey there, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date with podcasts that I release every couple of weeks. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please, I really, really appreciate it if you leave me a review. 
And you can also find me on Instagram at Luke underscore page. <laughs>